to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to This Grit and Grace Life. I'm Julie Graham. And I'm Darlene Brock. Hey, Dart, what is it that people tend to come to you for advice on, or they look to you as an expert in? Mm. I mean, I know what I look to you as an expert in, but what do you think people see? That's interesting. Um, I wouldn't say expert, but I know a lot of people give me things to fix. You're definitely a fixer. I am a fixer. That sounds really funny. I know. That that could go in a lot of directions, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let me put it in context. I did fix Buzz Lightyear to be able to walk again the other day for my grandson. So let's just Did you wear your tool belt? Because I know you love to wear your tool belt. I do, actually, and I own one, and yes, I do all of that. But moving on from that, I I think maybe career advice, if I get past the fixing thing, is... um, People wondering how to shape their career because I've had several of them. That's true. I mean, I've definitely come to you with career advice like, hey, will you hire me? <laughs> um, that's definitely not how that went down. You know what? If you're curious how we met and how we got started together, that's in episode triple zero. Go all the way back. All the way back. (laughs) Um, I know last week I brought some leggings that I had a tear in. I I have brought a lot of clothing for you to fix. You have. Because you know how to sew. So vintage. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or so old. So Julie... No, vintage sounds better. It does. I like it better. (laughs) Um, So I know what I would think that people would come to you for, but what do you think? Um, I think people like quick little like beauty or health and fitness tips from me. Um, which I think is funny because I don't do anything very like officially, but I might have a little hack here and there for little things. Well, but your results are really good. So, you know, I can see why they do that, but I think there's more to you than that. What else do they come? Uh, I think I do get, and this actually really makes me sad and happy at the same time. So I guess the word for that is bittersweet. Um, I still have people who often ask me for marriage advice. Um, which I love because it's a a big passion of mine. Um, And I hope that one day I'll have new context (laughs) to speak from. Um, But that's definitely something that I think that people look to me for. Well, and I think they should because you have a lot of the life experience in that area that I think helps other women when they're navigating some of their own challenges. For sure. I think what we're trying to say here is whether people look to you for um, advice or inspiration or encouragement in small things or in maybe bigger things, the truth is, and I hope you feel this about yourself by the end of this episode, every single one of us as women of grit and grace have the ability to inspire others in our own world in some way, whether you believe that about yourself today or not. At Grit and Grace Life, Julie, we talk about every single subject that women have dealt with because the women who write for it, the women who speak to it through all of our different resources have lived it. They've gone through it and they have something that they can share with someone else. 
it's really the reason you wanted to start this thing from the beginning. You believe, and I have now come to believe, that every single one of us has something to share with the world. Um, I, I remember when we first started working together, you would use this phrase that women can change the world. And oh, I and your eyes would roll. I would. I would. I'd be like, it's a little much, don't you think? <laughs> but after working with you for, I don't know, coming up on five years, I think, um, I, I really do see how every single one of us can affect the world. Even if it just starts in our home or in our community, we have life experiences and something to share that is so important and meaningful. Well, and Julie, as you know, we have writers who have degrees. We have those with all the letters behind their name. (laughs) We have some who are on career paths and we have stay-at-home moms. And the thing is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you have the letters behind your name or you're a stay-at-home mom and that's your chosen life right now. You have something that you need to share with someone else. Our hope in doing this episode is you recognize the fact that regardless of where you are in your life journey, maybe you have life goals that you're trying to achieve, or maybe right now you're in a little bit of a lull and maybe even in a rut. The truth is we all have important life experience that makes an impact on someone else. And we can share that in big ways and in small ways every single day. So whether or not you ever speak into a microphone or sit behind a camera, you're making a big, big difference. And Julie, I think one thing we have come to realize is that it is our life experience. It is what we've gone through. So if you've gone through a divorce, if you've had challenges with your children, if you have pursued a career path that perhaps did well, perhaps did not, Mm -hmm. and you had to change again, you have a life experience that some other woman needs to hear to be inspired and to be encouraged that wherever they are, they can get down the road too. And a lot of what we've learned or experienced is not easy stuff. And when we're going through it, we're frustrated that we're in it. But the truth is, is, and as cheesy as it sounds, God doesn't waste anything. And a lot of times the things that we go through are meant to serve as a guidepost for someone else down the road. And and sometimes it's just for ourselves. We need to go through something to be able to learn and grow and change. But the blessing comes when we recognize later after we've had the hindsight, which is a word I love thinking about because of just the way you've used it. Our hindsight really helps us down the road to serve somebody else. And it's like, ah, I hate that I went through that, but I see how it's being used to encourage or bless or, you know, inspire somebody who's now going through those things. It is our best teacher. So Julie, let's use it. Let's take our challenges, our pain, our disappointment, our great times, and our our other side of whatever we went through, and let's share it with other women. I think you can't do any of this that we're talking about until you land on the truth that you are valuable just how you are with all the bad stuff and all the good stuff mixed together. You have to have an inner confidence that your story and your combination of grit and grace and personality and tenacity and, you know, all of those things together is something that the world needs. You have to actually love yourself in order to be able to inspire somebody else first. Well, and Julie, I want you to put in the show notes the video that you did about self-love because I think it's amazing. You really unpack why 
we need to love ourselves, that we should love ourselves and how to do it. So ladies, I want you to click on that because it's delivered really well by our own Julie Graham, but it's also so important. It's the starting place that you need to land on before you can go down the road to help others. Well, for those of you that know any of my story, being an unexpected widow about three years ago now, I mean, I really feel like God was preparing me before that happened maybe the two years before it happened. And then ever since, I feel like that whole concept of self-love is something that I used to feel uncomfortable with. And and I've just come to a place where I recognize it is so integral to anything we're ever going to do in this grit and grace life. So I hope that it does encourage somebody else. You know, we need to know who we are and what defines us. Isn't that the question? It's like the number one question, right? It is the number one question. We get so many searches of that on Mm -hmm. the website and reading. But but what we want you to know is it is not the circumstances that you are in that defines you. It is not the place that you find yourself that defines you. It is what you do when you're there and how you get through it. That defines who you are. It really makes me think of a quote that I think is from you and it's on our about page. And and as grit and grace women, we really believe you can't go around life challenges. You have to go through them. And it's part of building that grit and grace that you are then able to share with the world. The challenges that we do go through, Julie, not only teach us, we not only learn from them, but it also reveals who we are Mm -hmm. and our strength. And most of the time, ladies, I would say you're much stronger than you know you are. You are much more able to take on this world that's coming at you full on. There, It is in you. You just have to call on it. You have to pull it. And then at the other side, you go, you know, I'm pretty strong. I'm a pretty strong woman to have walked through that. And now I'm at the other side. So it teaches you who you are as well as what you can do. So one caveat to this is you're going to have to be willing to put aside your fear. um, You know, can I do it? Should I do it? What will happen if scenarios? And you also have to be willing to be embarrassed and maybe even judged to do these things. There's a lot of judgy things (laughs) happening out there. I'm guilty of it. It's happened to me a timer 7,000, but we got to be able to put those things aside in order to really jump into this potential that we have. Yeah. And I think that when you're ready and you have lived through something and you feel it's time to share with another woman that you see who needs to hear it Mm -hmm. and be encouraged by it, you're right, Julie. There may be a few other people that judge you for the circumstances you just came out of. Hey, Blow them off, okay? It's not for them. It's not for them. In fact, if you let them affect you in being able to present your heart to someone who needs it and you don't do it, you have lost out on something that you, a gift you could give to someone else, and they've lost out in being able to receive it. So don't let somebody deter you from helping another woman who may be exactly where you were and needs to feel like there's another side to this story. There's actually a biblical concept that we as women, well, I don't know that's just for women, but this is something that we as women can really seek to apply is we're actually supposed to be wise as a serpent while gentle as a dove. And those feel hard to be in balance at the same time. Oh, yeah. You envision a serpent and wise as a serpent. Isn't that bizarre? Because is a serpent not attacking? Mm. Is a serpent not something, a creature that will hurt you and harm you? But actually, they're full of strategy and planning and 
actually preparing before they do something. So they are wise in their actions, ironically so. And then to be gentle as a dove, girls, that does not mean that you need to be weak or allow someone to overrun you or harm you. It simply means you need to be kind-hearted and thoughtful and humble in how you approach whatever scenario you're in. I think in a lot of times, in both being wise and gentle, sometimes actions speak louder than words. And so I think that's something that I need to keep in mind. (laughs) I usually have a lot of words, but actions often are more important. So ladies, you need to be that grit and grace woman in your world. You need to share your experiences. So so what? How do you do that? Mm-hmm. Where, where, where is do you your do world? Where mm-hmm. do you do that? Where is your world? Well, it's usually right in front of you. It's your everyday life. I mean, when I think of my home, that's me and Link. So my number one impact, my number one responsibility, my number one world is to be his world. And I have to remember that he's watching and learning and modeling and repeating and, um, you know, soaking in every little thing I do. And that's both a privilege and also, I don't know, like a, a challenge for me to remember that no matter where I, where I go, what I do, I, I'm setting for him an example to follow. Well, and I think we forget... Or we look to other people thinking our child needs this, our child needs that experience, our child needs whatever is forced upon us by outside things. But you know what? Your child needs you, really just needs you, you to be present in their life, you to be the one that encourages them, the one that supports them, the one that delights in them. There is no one else. Yeah, I mean... I can't say no one because fathers are pretty important too. Um, but, you know, I'm talking to the mothers out there. There's no one like you that can impact your child and make them feel like they can do whatever it is they're destined to do, that they are important enough, that they are vital enough, that they matter. You can make them feel that, moms, and there's nobody else that can like you can. I mean, and that looks like spending quality time with them. We talked about this back on episode 134. Um, We unpacked maybe how you could spend more time with them and what that might look like, but making sure that they know that they're a priority by the fact that you get one-on-one in their face, no distractions, no devices, time with your kiddos is huge. And then during that time that you're speaking words of encouragement to them. I feel like I've learned this a lot from you of really pointing out to them what you see in their personality and their talents and making sure they know what you see that's great about them. Well, and I'll give you this, moms, it's exhausting. (laughs) It is exhausting. I took my grandson out to buy a birthday present for his mom a few days ago. And it was like, Noni, but Noni, but you know, it just went on and on and mm-hmm. on the entire time we were out. And it was always prefaced with Noni. And then we got home and he followed his mom around and said, Mommy, Mommy, <laughs> Mommy. And I'm like, Okay, it's very important to listen to your child. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can turn them off for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> you can you can go, all right, I'm going to focus. You're going to tell me everything you want to tell me right now. Now you need to go play. Yeah. Yeah. And I've said on this show that sometimes I really feel inadequate um, as a single mom 
I think I felt inadequate when I was a married mom, right? I mean, you knew me then too. Yeah. Yep, I did. Okay, cool. Um, I, it's just maybe grown. I don't know. Um, but I, I know that something I've been really intentional about is making sure that I tell Lincoln the good things I see in him because I, in my mind, I'm focusing on, oh my gosh, he's finished kindergarten, but it feels like we're just starting. Thank you, pandemic. Or, you know, whatever <laughs> else I know that I'm failing at and maybe I see in him that he's failing at, but I got to cut that off and instead say, hey, dude, you're really funny. Like you're a funny kid um, and whatever else in the moment I'm thinking of because I want him to grow up and remember that he had those words of inspiration and encouragement from his mom. The other place that is in your face generally is if you have a relationship with a man. You may be dating, you may be engaged, you may be married, but you know, treating him with respect. A man needs to be respected mm-hmm. and a man needs to be admired. Now, Julie, some men aren't worthy of that respect or admiration, and that's not the one you need to have in your life. But if you do have that man in your life, make sure they know that you admire them, compliment them. Talk to them. (laughs) Talk to them, yeah. Or listen to them. Mm -hmm. They're used to talking to you, or you talking to them. See what I said there? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Listen to them. Let's try that one. Um, But they need to feel that they're important and that you value and treasure them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the truth is, is because we are so busy in our own worlds and making sure our kids' worlds are everything we think they should be, Sometimes our man goes to the back burner and on some levels, you know, young kids that that's kind of normal and it's kind of just the phase of life. But if we're not careful, they always stay back burner and then they feel back burner and then the bitterness creeps in and the space. And then all of a sudden you have separate lives with nothing in common except the kids. And that's just not enough. Very true. So you're dealing with your children, you're dealing with a man in your life and you're treating them in a way that is honorable and encouraging to them and inspiring to others, perhaps. But then you have your life experiences that you have gone through, and there are other women who are going through it. How do you you take those and invest in the lives of others? Well, I think it's being available. Um, You know, people will inevitably reach out to you as you're doing life in different circles, whether that's in maybe, you know, mom's groups that you're in or your neighborhood or, you know, um, clubs you're a part of. As you get to know people, they might come to you and say, hey, I've noticed that you're really good at gardening and I have a black thumb. Can you help me? Or, you know, um, I'm really struggling with planning, you know, a party for my kid. And that's something you're good at. Just be attentive to other people who, who ask for help and be willing to step in. Well, and when you start there, Julie, where it is the normal life stuff, and then you're willing to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. about the difficult life stuff, you'll find that people all of a sudden open up. You know, perhaps you've gone through depression, perhaps you've gone through a divorce, perhaps you have been in a challenging situation with your child. And as you get to know people, you actually are vulnerable enough to open up that part of your life. And it's amazing when you're in a group of women, there's about four or five that go, oh yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. I'm exactly where you were. I'm dealing with what you've dealt with. Can we talk? Can you help me? I think one thing to remember when that me too moment happens 
a lot of times the fact that she's willing to whisper those words, me too, it, it means that there's the door opening for you to share your life experience, to teach what you've learned. But keep in mind that she might have just jumped over a ginormous hurdle just to say the words, me too. And she might not be ready for your 10 point power, you know, 10 bullet point PowerPoint presentation on all the ways she needs to fix this problem that she's now finally acknowledged in your presence that she has. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It may just be a hurting heart and she needs a hug. Mm -hmm. She needs that look that, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I know what you're going through. I had an experience not very long ago where I have not seen this couple for uh, several years and I knew that their child had committed suicide Mm. and my father has. And I, we'd never talked about it. And I walked up to her and I grabbed her arm and went, not going to say anything. I just, I lost my father to suicide. I just want you to know you're in my heart. You're in my prayers. She started crying. Mm. I started crying. We hugged and it was just a mutual hurt moment. Yeah. And that was enough to where the rest of the time we were together, it was like we were best friends <laughs> because there was a connection of a hurt that we both experienced. And I think sometimes it's just an acknowledgement of I've been there. I know you've been there. I was there longer, much further back than you. And I know your pain is fresh and just want you to know I care. Yeah. Just being someone who's willing to say, you know, I'm here if or when you need me on whatever level. Um, And and there will be people who say, tell me everything you know about this thing you've been through. Um, And then there will be others who just need to know that you've had the same experience. And they'll come to you when they're ready, if they're ready. Just don't force yourself on them. And can I also say this? Um, It's okay if you have a thing that you've been through and somebody comes to you and they want to know how you've gotten through it and you're not ready to talk about it yet. That's okay too. I mean, that happened to me a lot when my husband died. I had people, I mean, within the first month or two, my friend's husband just died. Can you talk to her? No, I can't. I'm not ready. (laughs) I'm still dealing with it. Um, It's still too fresh. Or or even years later, I, I, I don't have the bandwidth right now. That's okay too. That's part of taking care of yourself and knowing that you know, you might not be emotionally ready to step into somebody else who's going to need you at the, at that time. That's okay too. Well, and that's a great reminder of where they might be in their life. You're absolutely right, Julie. What, what you just said, they may not be ready to talk about it either. Mm-hmm. They may not be ready to unpack their heart to someone else because they're still sorting their heart through. Again, just feel feel them out. Be sensitive to them. Take the time to hear them or to let them say nothing, and then you just be present when and if they ever want to say anything. One thing I want to make sure that we do in the context of someone who is hurting is help them see the beauty that we see in them. We need to point out to them the things that are good and positive and wonderful about them, about who they are, and who we believe that they can be. Because when you feel like you're anything but strong for someone else to say, but I see strength in you, you may not feel it right now. You may not see it right now, but I do. It makes a world of difference in that person's ability to think, well, maybe I can move forward. Maybe I can find that strength in me because she sees it, because she believes it's there. Maybe I can too. 
Well, and they might look at you and say, absolutely not, not me, or I don't believe you, but you still put those words out there because they're going to land somewhere and the quiet of them being alone later, they're going to think about what you shared with them. I think that's really good. Um, and the truth is this is part of the nature of us as women. This is part of what makes us so incredibly important and unique as grit and grace women, we, we're meant to nurture. We, we have that sensitive spirit. We love to support other people. We, we tend to be generous and, and gentle and warm. And those are excellent qualities that we possess. And this is a perfect way to be using those things. Well, and I think our culture is really, really active at telling us those aren't your traits. Those, those don't have to be feminine traits. Well, I, I'm going to fight back. They are. That doesn't mean they're exclusively the only ones that we have, but we do have those. And you know what? We should use them because who doesn't need someone who is sensitive to you? Who doesn't need someone who has empathy for you? Who doesn't need someone in their life that can be gentle and kind and nurturing? It's not only a good trait, it is a vital trait to the healing of people around us. I think the truth for every single one of us is, we actually want to be strong women. Um, we have days where we don't believe that, that we have any strength at all. And then we have other days where we're feeling like we're nailing it. We're doing all the things and That's somehow true. it's all working <laughs> and all of those feelings are okay. And when you, when you're willing to have both of those kinds of days and kind of walk in the balance of that, that's when you really do inspire other people around you. Well, and I think that collectively our strength gets even stronger, if I can say that, when we do it together. You know, the the old phrase of all ships rise, meaning that if we help you get higher in the boat, your boat get higher in the sea, then you help us, then all of a sudden together we're rising to be able to do magnificent things as a community of women. Isn't there another phrase that is kind of well-known that if you want something done, ask a woman? <laughs> I mean, I feel like that applies here too. And yeah. if you need some help getting something done, ask your girlfriends. It's <laughs> true. That's a great thing it's that true. we have to rely on. And I think what we're calling us to in this episode is to say, hey, girl, hey, you've got what somebody else needs. Don't hold it back. Don't be afraid of judgment. Don't think it's not important enough. Don't feel like your life lesson is for you alone and it doesn't serve anyone else. No, actually step forward and inspire and encourage and teach and model those things in your corner of the world on whatever scale it is, because it truly does matter to someone else. You'll be amazed when you say what you've gone through to a group of women. Again, how many of them will raise their hands and say, me too. And ladies, let me tell you this, as a group, when we're together, we are a force to be reckoned with. Ooh, that felt like a mic drop moment. <laughs> so the truth is, is because of who we are, what we've experienced, and the beauty of our feminine nature, you and me and our, we are grit and grace women who are already inspiring the people around us and our family and in our community, in our world. And if we embrace that and choose to walk in it confidently, we're going to make a really, really big difference. I think we need to end this episode with a quote from Morgan Harper Nichols. Tell the story of the mountain you climbed. Your words could become a page in someone else's survival guide. Amen to that. You won't want to miss next week on This Grit and Grace Life. We're going to be talking about practical ways to either begin a relationship with God or how to grow in your faith every day. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. Whether you're listening in Apple, Spotify, or streaming somewhere else, be sure to subscribe and review so you never miss an upcoming episode. You can also share this episode with a friend you think might enjoy living a Grit and Grace life with us or share us in your social media and tag us. Every week we share all the details of what we discussed at our website, gritandgracelife.com. We'll catch you on the next one.